Hi everyone, David Harris here with you for Criminal Injustice with a news bonus. The 2020 election drug policy. Yes, plenty of election news in the air, of course. By now, the winners have largely been determined. But let's talk about the drug war. What is happening with the drug war? Well, if you go back in time, one of the most famous quotes about the drug war, variously attributed to either William F. Buckley or to the great free market economists of the era about the drug war is that there is a war on drugs and it's over. The drugs have won. Well, in the 2020 election, drugs were on the ballot. And I have to say that old saying, no matter who said it, seems to have carried the day. The drugs have won. What is happening in the United States is no less than a complete transformation of public policy over the course of 20 years with regard to drugs uh, that could not have been foreseen even a short time ago. It has only been since 1996 that medical marijuana was on the ballot and passed its first test, this in California, 1996. And here we are, it's 24 years later, and a huge number of states have legalized cannabis and are even getting ready to go farther. Let me bring you up to date. Before the 2020 election, there were 10, 11 jurisdictions in the United States that had legalized cannabis for all purposes, that is, medical or recreational for adults. A larger number, I think over 30, had legalized it for medicinal purposes, including my own state of Pennsylvania. In the 2020 election, we really get a picture of how people feel about this because of some of the varying ballot measures and what happened to them. And basically everywhere that considerations about laws against drugs were on the ballot, everywhere they passed. And it was not only about cannabis. This is the really stunning thing. Let me take you through it. We had four states put recreational legalization, full legalization of cannabis on the ballot. And in all four states, it passed. They were Montana, Arizona, South Dakota, and New Jersey. In all four of those states, it passed. Uh, Now, maybe you don't think it's that big of a surprise in a state like New Jersey, largely what we would call a blue state. But think about this. In New Jersey, the the balance of the election in the presidential slot was 58% for Biden and something less for Mr. Trump. Now, that's a pretty overwhelming uh, share of the vote, 58%. Marijuana legalization in New Jersey got 67% outperforming Mr. Biden by almost 10 points and way outperforming Mr. Trump. Even more stunning are the results from Montana and South Dakota. Nobody could mistake either of those states for a blue state like New Jersey. In Montana, Mr. Trump won 57% of the vote. The vote on the cannabis legalization ballot measure, 
In South Dakota, Mr. Trump got almost 62% of the vote. Cannabis, 54%. Well more than a majority. This really tells you that the public mind has changed about this stuff. Uh, Even in Mississippi, one of, if not the most conservative, the most red states that we have, it had a medical marijuana bill on the ballot. It passed by two-thirds, 67%. Arizona's cannabis legalization measure, full adult recreational legalization, 60%. Now, this is pretty amazing. I mean, it's 10 years ago, I can remember, I was teaching a criminal justice policy seminar, and on the ballot was something that had never been seen before. In California, citizens were voting on the first attempt to fully legalize marijuana. Um, Cannabis had been legalized for medical purposes there for 14 years. Uh, But here it was, they were going to try to just take it out of the public safety crime, criminal justice arena and put it somewhere else. The ballot measure failed. That was 10 years ago. And here we are today with at least 15 of the states, populous states too, having fully legalized cannabis for all purposes, a large number of others uh, having legalized it for medical purposes. And, um, you know, this is just not going to be stoppable at this point. And one has to ask, why is it that cannabis is still illegal on the federal level. All right, this is still causing problems. I'd like to think we could get our federal elected officials all on board to say, you know what, enough of this. Enough. This is it. Let's let the federal government police the national borders against importation against these substances, whether cannabis or something else. But the federal government should be out of the business of drug enforcement. They just don't belong there. And the people don't want it. They don't. I mean, everywhere they have spoken, it's turned out the same. And the trend is simply undeniable. Now, this has been momentous. But arguably, it was not the most momentous thing that happened on Election Day in the criminal justice slash illegal drugs, war on drugs space. That happened in the state of Oregon. Everyone wants to keep their home and family safe. Whether it's from a break-in, a fire, flooding, or a medical emergency, Simply Safe Home Security delivers award-winning 24-7 protection. With Simply Safe, you don't just get cameras and sensors, you get the best professional monitors in the business. They've got your back day and night ready to send police, fire, EMTs, whatever you need, when you need them most, straight to your door. Now, when my family had the job of selling our family home after it was empty, we knew we needed a security system we could count on. My brother, the electrician, the guy who's the most tech savvy of all of us, he recommended we go with Simply Safe, and boy, am I glad we did. It was easy, it was affordable, and it was good. It performed and we were safe. Simply Safe 
protects every inch of your home. You can set it up yourself in just 30 minutes. It's really easy. Then Simply Safe's professionals take over, monitoring your home 24/7 and ready to send help the moment they get an alarm. Plus, with Simply Safe, there's no long-term contract. There are no hidden fees and no installation costs. Right now, my listeners get a free home security camera when you purchase a Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com/injustice. You also get a 60-day risk-free trial, so there's nothing to lose. Visit simplysafe.com/injustice for your free security camera today. That's simplysafe, S I M P L I S-A-F-E, that's simplysafe.com slash injustice. The state of Oregon put a ballot measure up to remove penalties, that is decriminalize, not fully legalize, but remove penalties for all possession of all drugs at a sort of personal use level. Let me say that again. The ballot measure proposed decriminalization, not legalization, but decriminalization of all drugs. That is heroin, cocaine, methamphetamine, everything, as long as they are in small personal use quantities. Anybody who is ticketed with this, uh, with possession, because now it would no longer be a fully criminalized offense, if you were ticketed, you would pay a $100 fine or you could go to a health screening. And money from the state's legal marijuana tax would fund drug treatment. Now think about this for a minute. This is a full, this proposal was a full turning away from the whole drug war ideology. If somebody is an addict, if they are a heroin addict, a cocaine addict, and they are carrying that much uh, of the substance that they use to maintain themselves, they would not be put into the criminal justice system that we have used for everything for decades and decades and decades, since Richard Nixon, right? That was the first declaration of the war on drugs under Nixon. And this ballot proposal flew directly in the face of it. And it passed. It passed. This brings Oregon into the vanguard, not just in the United States, because it is the first such proposal at any level to even get on the ballot, let alone to pass. It is one of the first in the world. It brings the state of Oregon much closer to Portugal than it does to any other state in the United States. Those who have been listening to criminal injustice for a long time remember that one of our very first shows was an interview with a gentleman from the Southern California unit of the ACLU talking about the drug laws in Portugal. And this is essentially what they do. Just what Oregon does. They decriminalize small personal use amounts, larger amounts, and sales are still criminal. If 
health workers on the street see somebody who's an addict, they can require that person to come in for a kind of socialized screening. This is a little different than Oregon. And the whole idea is to get them into treatment. Overall, that's the same goal that the Oregon law will have. Bring them in for a health screening and hopefully get them help and expand the ability to give people treatment for addiction. This is groundbreaking, monumental. I cannot come up with the right superlative. This is something to keep your eye on. Will it work perfectly? I'm sure it won't. All right. Uh, First tries at things like this seldom come out perfectly. But I'll tell you this. I was challenged. We were discussing this here in my house. And uh, my partner said to me, this isn't good. I mean, do you think people should be able to use heroin, just have heroin? Uh, And my reply to that was, well, they can do that now. And they have been doing it and nothing that the drug war has done by putting people in prison for this has ever stopped people from getting addicted to heroin and getting it when they needed it. What this will do, along with cannabis legalization, is it moves the whole system away from using criminal justice penalties, from using police, from using jails, which never stop drug use, have never stopped drug use. And it makes it a full-scale public health, personal choice situation. Is it good to have people using drugs? Of course not. It's no better than it was 10 minutes before the vote started. But at least it isn't made worse by the criminalization of that activity. We still need robust efforts at drug treatment, at keeping people off of drugs. Cannabis is maybe different. It is much more like alcohol. We have to just accept that some people like to use cannabis the same way they like to have a glass of wine. Is it healthy if you do it too much? No. Is it healthy if you do it even a little? Um, Not necessarily. I don't buy all the health claims. It's still a way to get high, to modify your consciousness, however you want to put it. But I don't have a problem with that because people are going to do it anyway. They always have. The only question is how we as a society respond to it. And it looks like maybe here in this country we're starting to smarten up. That's it. That's your news bonus out of the election. Drug war over? Not yet but who knows? You can find all of our news bonuses, our long-form interviews, all of our features by going to our website. That's criminalinjusticepodcast.com. It's all there. Please enjoy, and I hope it's useful to you. We are member-supported. If you want to support us, go to patreon.com slash criminalinjustice. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash criminal injustice. I am David Harris, and I'll be back with you next time.